Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnotthaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Hey friends, this week T.J. and I will be performing together in San Diego at the American Comedy Club. That's August 30th through September 1st. The perfect way to spend your Labor Day weekend. Come hang out with us. September 8th, T.J. will be in Mill Valley at the Sweetwater Music Hall. And then the week after that, TJ and I will be together again in Edmonton at the Comic Strip. That's September 13th through 15th, and I'll be headlining September 12th. So come out to that show and then hang out with us both over the weekend. Thanks for listening. I'm back with TJ Miller here. We're just sitting here eating egg rolls and talking about the donkey. I I got T.J. Miller a donkey as a guest. I gotta stop buying restoration hardware light fixtures. I got T.J. Miller a donkey just to catch you up on what's going on as a gift. And uh, I'm Since we've been gone, I had two and a half dozen Philly cheesesteak egg rolls. I insist on... And I gotta stop... Buying restoration <laughs> hardware light fixtures on in on the online. I insist on paying for the donkey. I won't let you. I insist. I came here to buy one donkey, and that's what I'll do. We'll talk about it at the end of the episode. I'm going to reveal the donkey. I think you're going to be very surprised at what you see. Uh, I, I'm a guy that's known for giving donkeys away, and this is going to be really special. Um, I want to see if this donkey has... Four legs. <laughs> I snuck it through the Valley Forge Casino. I'm talking about its... Wait a second, my math is off. I, I hope this donkey has six legs. <laughs> so I think I'm off again there. Well, I'll show it to you at the end of the episode. I think you'll be very excited. dick is like another leg... Oh, I got it. You're going to be very excited about it. I hope this donkey has two... How many legs does the donkey have? Well, one donkey has four legs. Great. Yeah. So if he had a hard, erect Mm. donkey dick, Mm -hmm. that would be a fifth leg. That would be a fifth, but then the tail... I hope this donkey... What? 
Well, if the tail was hanging oh, down. Here we go with algebra. <sighs> I hope this donkey has five legs and an algebraic six leg behind its first two or last two legs. Well, you're going to get more than that, my friend. You're going to be very surprised. This is a very special donkey. If you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to the last episode. It's a very special donkey. It's such a special donkey. Anyway, listen, buddy. We never get to where were you, and I wanted to talk to you about some of the things that have been going on. Well, let's talk about it. Um, I, my son, you know, it's his dream to climb Mount Whitney. And why is that? June still? Uh, yeah, it's the tallest mountain in the 48 states. Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's it's fourteen five something. It's 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 a little bit taller than uh, every other mountain in the forty eight. That's the truth. And so, Pikes Peak. Yeah, all those mountains. It is promise. So it's Your his dream funeral. to climb it. Now, first of all, when we hike, uh, the kids and I, me and my two boys, we try to get uh, other hikers to say certain words. It's a game we play. So let me yeah. see what you think about this. Predict what? So far, I like it. Well, uh, the 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 goal was to try to get people to eat. What you do is you say like "hello" or "howdy" or "konnichiwa" or "aloha" or uh, "hola," and you try to say words to get them to say the word. Okay. So, in what order do you think it is? How hard do you think it is to get someone to say in out of those four? Is it harder to get someone on the trail to say "howdy," "hola"? Kanichiwa or aloha. What order would you put it in? Because we've done extensive surveys in our hikes. In our hikes, when you're hiking, you pass someone on the trail. What's the hardest one to get someone to say? Kanichiwa, aloha, ola, or howdy? Kanichiwa. Kanichiwa is the hardest. God, that wasn't so hard. But it gets interesting after this. What do you think about the other three? What are the other three? Ola. Aloha and howdy. Aloha is the second hardest. Aloha is the easiest. No. Yeah, isn't that shocking? Howdy. Howdy. The easiest. Howdy. You, no, aloha is the easiest. Ola is the second easiest. Then it goes howdy and then Kanichiwa. I thought howdy would be the easiest. No, no one says howdy in California. When you say aloha, that's easy to say back. When you say, what was the other one? Konnichiwa. No, no, no. What was the second easy? Hola. Yeah, I mean, they, everyone has said hola. You know, no one really I was just surprised howdy. aloha was so prevalent. It was easy. It's, I told my son, I said, give me $5 if you can get someone to say aloha. And he did it immediately. Then he gave him the the guy two fifty. So I I think maybe he had a little scheme. Might have been something. He's running a scam. He's running a scam. But I don't know. I mean, I guess I think Aloha is easy to say, and people kind of think that's funny. Ola is like you don't want to be like uh, hello. So you're like Ola. It's easy. Yeah. Howdy. No one says. No one's ever like Howdy. Yeah. Not in California. Not anymore. I guess. So check it out. So we're going up Whitney, and. We get to the... Can I tell you we my... Climb about- Kate and I did something similar. Can I just tell you that? Okay. Yeah. Kate and I did a whole thing where when we left 
places or or past people and we almost bumped into them, we would say ridiculous things. Like I would be like, "Hey, Greg." Bye, Jim. And we try to see if anybody would repeat that. Right? <laughs> Never happened. Yeah. But like three times. And I just, we had talked to this person at this job, and I was leaving. I was like, all right, bye, Jim. And they're like, bye, Jim. And I love that. So they, it did work. And then once I said, hey, Greg. Somebody, you know, we were walking in in Venice. Hey, Greg. He goes, hey, Greg. It was like a German guy that didn't know. He's like, hey, Greg. He thought I wasn't saying, hey, Greg. He thought I was saying, hey, Greg. So he said it back. That's (laughs) just about all I have. See, I think it's easier to to get someone to say negative things back to you. I was in the middle of one of my weekly disputes with someone uh, recently, and I want to be but Cash. He'll escalate. And uh, I I escalated things. And I did the old, uh, I think you need medical help. I did that one. And uh, I I think you've got an anger problem. I think you need some counseling. And then later in the argument, he threw that right back at me. Did you ever go to the Hitler card? No, I didn't. I didn't play the Hitler card. But later in the argument, he came right back at me with like, you need medical help. And I go, "I I already played that card. He's like, what do you mean? I go, I already... You you kind of, I, you're kind of taking my I already said that to you So it's just less meaningful now that you've said it to me I don't even think You really think I need medical help I think you're just saying that uh, Because you have an anger problem And you're just repeating stuff That I said earlier in this argument So what he, what was his I think that, that further in, I think that I think that Further enraged him To a point where Things got so far out of control that uh, I had to uh, to uh, extricate myself from the situation. <laughs> I really, I'm getting in enough disputes where it's really, it's clearly me. You know, it's just happening too often. No, I told you know I told kid I said, look, hey, he's got a real. Let's take a quick break so I can tell you about our new sponsor, Mac Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mack Weldon will be the most comfortable socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants that you will ever wear. And let me tell you about my experience with Mack Weldon. You know I hate shopping. I've been wearing the same sweats around the house for the last 15 years because I don't want to go to a store I don't like the dressing room. I don't want to take off my shoes and pants and keep doing that over and over. Now, if it's a shirt, I don't mind so much. I don't ever use the dressing room at the store for a shirt. I just get dressed right at the rack. I was once thrown out of a Home Depot, uh, getting naked, putting on a tool belt. But that's a whole different story. This shopping experience with Mack Weldon is one of the best I've ever had because it's different. The website made it easy to figure out what sizes I needed took me about five minutes. I ordered some sweatpants. They showed up a few days later. And the quality is fantastic. I'll be wearing these for the next 15 years. Or maybe I won't because they were so easy to order. I might just grab some more. I'm really glad they decided to sponsor this show. And I'm definitely going to look at more of their stuff and tell you about it as we go along. Not only does Mac Weldon's underwear, socks, and shirts look good, they perform well too. It's good for working out, going to work, going out on dates, just everyday life. And they want you to be comfortable. So if you don't like your first pair, you can keep it, and they will still refund you, no questions asked. 
So here's what you do. For 20% off your first order, visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code CASHINGIN. That's 20% off your first order. Visit MacWeldon.com and enter promo code CASHINGIN. MacWeldon, custom fit. That's not their slogan. I just finally had a legitimate use for the phrase, custom fit. So, I got to tell you about this thing, though. This is going to crack you up, this story. You, you with me? So, we're going up Whitney. You can climb the first three miles of Whitney without having a, a permit, okay? Yeah. And you climb up, and you go up to this place called uh, uh, Lone Pine Lake, right? And this is uh, in the eastern Sierras, okay? Very difficult climb. And my kids and I go up there. It's three miles you know, you, you go up to about 10,000 feet. And, uh, you there? Yeah. And uh, we get up to the to the place where you'd start to need a permit. There's a sign that says you can't pass this point without a permit to summit Whitney. And I'm talking to this guy up there, and I've heard there's a lottery system. Sometimes it takes three to five years to even get a permit to summit Whitney. Really? Yeah, and we don't have a permit. And we're talking to this guy, and he starts showing me on a map. He's with his family of three people. This is the ultimate sneaker. Right. Well, he shows me uh, his, a map of uh, where he's going to camp that night with his family of, of four. And uh, he seemed like a really nice guy. And he's showing so me. So you like, I'll steal his identity. Well, he's showing me on the map uh, how he's going to climb Whitney the next day. He's from New York City. And it turns out uh, I went to high school with him. In fact, I went uh, to high school with his sister. Really? She was in my class. And my first girlfriend was best friends with his sister. So we're kind of talking about that and really like the guy. Seems like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. And he just eventually just goes, hey, well, we got to go summit Whitney. We've waited a long time for these uh, permits and or this permit. And he, he leaves. And then I go down with the kids and we swim in uh, Lone Pine Lake. And uh, the sun's starting to go down. We're about to head down the mountain back to our car. And I open up the map. And his permit is attached to the map, and it falls out, and I, I've got his permit. And I'm like, oh, my God. I mean, this guy waited like three years, five, I don't know how many years to get this, this permit. Real? This is all real. This so happened a few weeks ago. you stole his permit? I did not try. And then you went he, on the even, podcast I don't know how to he, try and put some I, sort no, of no, no. evidence down that it was no, a mistake? No, no, no. <laughs> this is nefarious <laughs> in a different level. I did not steal his permit. There's no way I was going to climb Whitney that day or the next day anyway. I would so never. That's what, I wanted, would, that's what you would have planned out. If no, you I never. He. For, the weirdest thing is somehow his map ended up in my bag. Now, that I, is weird. That is weird. Um, I I think he just left me with the map and he walked away with his family because he was going to go up and he's like, I'm from New York. I go, you're going to do it in one day? He's like, I'm from New York. We're going to park. We're going to hike up to the lake and we're going to summit Whitney tomorrow morning. We'll be back uh, the night, you know, the next day. I'm getting some weird sort of vibes. I'm being honest about this. That's not part of the story. I did not steal anything. But I did have his map inadvertently and now I've got his permit. So we go down and I'm going to try to find a ranger and tell them what had happened so that they can get the permit to him, right? Of course, he's going up a 14,000-foot peak, so who's going to find him? In any event, um, we go down, and the rangers are all gone. We go to this store where they sell things for people that have walked the John Muir Trail. And to the two guys that walked the John Muir Trail and summited Whitney, uh, who listened to the podcast, who we've met, and they're super nice guys, this story is sort of for you. Yeah, this story is sort of for you two guys who I've met. uh, It was really nice to meet both of you. Um, 
In any event, we go down and we're at that store where you load up supplies if you're doing the John Muir Trail. And the guy comes out that owns the store, and I'm thinking maybe he can advise me. And I told him the story. He goes, I go, so is there some way you could walkie-talkie up there or, or let the rangers know what's going on? He's like, oh, no, that guy's fucked. Really? I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. Uh, people try to fool this. Try to, They try to work all kinds of angles. I go, what if he took a picture of it and it's in his phone? He's like, oh, yeah, people try that all the time. You can't do it. He's like, there will be two checkpoints on Whitney, and there's no way he's going to get to Summit Whitney. And I'm like, well, what if, what if he walkie-talkied down? He's like, we can't. We have no... We have no like contact with them up there. It's too far away. We can't have any. There's no way we can uh, we can do that. I'm like, well, what if, uh, you know, is there anything I can do? He's like, no, there's nothing you can do. Just you know, if you want, leave me the permit, and I'll call the Rangers in the morning. But they're going to send him down. He's not going to be able to summit Whitney. And I just felt terrible. And uh, we left the permit with him. Really? I couldn't think of what there would be to do. You took the permit. No, I left the permit with him. Gosh. And Gosh. I... Okay, I'll tell you what happened. I I took the top of Whitney and I brought it to New York afterwards. No, I, no, no that's what... I'm telling you what happened. You left the permit? I left the permit with the guy at the shop because he was going to call the ranges in the, mor- in the morning and try to sort it out. And the weirdest thing about the story is I was so bummed out. I couldn't sleep that night that somehow I ruined this guy's dream of summoning Whitney that I, uh, I don't know the end of this story. I did. I did. I never, I don't know. I can't, I could reach out to his sister, but I'm going to wait like maybe a year or two, but when it's not so fresh and maybe find out if I ruined someone's Whitney trip inadvertently, but it was only like, it must've been what? 15% my fault. What was he giving me a map for with a permit attached to it? I had no idea. Anything was I did not steal his map. I'm serious. What did he want from you to look at the map? He was just going to show me some of the possible lakes he was going to sleep at. And he just kind of left it on the rock, I think, that we were sitting on and left. And I just put it in my bag. I did not steal his map. It was a little piece of paper. It wasn't even a no real one, map. Yeah, no one thinks yeah. these. Totally. Uh, you suggested these things. I think, I think the Isn't map. is crazy, though? The, yeah. It's a sad story. I feel terrible. And I'm hoping he... Maybe there was a second permit. Maybe he photocopied it. Who knows? Right? The ranger said that was impossible. The the negative, older gentleman that ran the country store that was basically going to explain that I've ruined someone's life with this thing. I mean, like, he was one of those guys that's, oh, that's not possible. One of those guys. You know? But this guy may not be as adept at sneaking in as you, so. Well, we'll see. We're going to find out. I guess I'm we're going to reach out. out in two or three years. Two or three years. We're going to find out Why don't you on reach the podcast. Out now? Just be like, I have your permit. Go back and tell them what happened. Well, he would have had to come down the, you know, the mountain the next day if he got kicked off and he would have found the permit there. And maybe he extended his trip an extra day, hopefully, to go back up. I don't know what happened. But, uh, you know, we're going to find out. That's another cliffhanger. Almost like the donkey that's in the next room right now. Well, what? is going on with that if you're still using one of the big wireless providers in 2019 have you asked yourself what you're paying for between expensive retail stores inflated prices and hidden fees you're being taken advantage of because they know you'll pay enter mint mobile mint mobile 
provides the same premium network coverage you're used to, but at a fraction of the cost because everything is online. Mint Mobile saves on retail locations and overhead, then passes those savings directly to you. And I think this is sort of the thing of the future where, you know, companies don't have any overhead because they don't have any space they need to uh, pay rent for. And, uh, we all save. Mint Mobile makes it easy to cut your wireless bill down to just 15 bucks a month. Every plan comes with unlimited nationwide talk and text. With Mint Mobile, stop paying for unlimited data you'll never use. Choose between plans of 3, 8, or 12 gigabytes of 4G LTE data. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan. Keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch your old wireless bill and start saving with Mint Mobile. So here's what you do. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com slash cashing in. That's mintmobile.com slash cashing in. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash cashing in. So what else is going on, buddy? Where were you? Well, Kate was kind of, um, as I mentioned previously, pretty sick the last two months. So I sort of did a great thing, which was not patting myself on the back, just sort of saying sometimes you really got to put the person you're with ahead of everything else. So I had to skip my... Older sister's wedding, Callan, which was so devastating, and uh, pushed some work back, and you know, but I I was able to be there and care for you. Kate. Did the right thing, yeah. And it's an that's investment for when you fall apart, right? And now you'll have someone which is that's in got 10 your back. To Fifteen minutes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, once the once the egg rolls kick in, God. Well, and we were talking about. Um, off mic, as the adults call it. We were talking about some sort of... I don't know. We had some things... I I, I think that uh, lately I've been in a place where, you know, the paranoia of people's betrayal and attacks and the motto around the Miller household lately has been uh, always a target, never acting like a victim. So that's been interesting. So I, I'm sort of in that headspace where we just feel like we're getting attacked from every angle. And at the same time, we're not playing. I'm not sitting here going, whoa, whoa, is me. You know, it's really tough because I got to. So we're sort of in that headspace. We're trying to get Kate to a place where you know, she's about to show in Avignon at this installation festival, which is a big deal. So there's a lot going on. I just. I'm starting to realize that the more we let the cats go outside, the less I want to fucking kill everyone in the the apartment. <laughs> so is it the cats that are... No, it's just, you know, they're meowing in the morning, and then Kate's like, <laughs> oh, quiet. Also, I don't understand this whole world where humans talk to cats or animals and they get it. Like, the cat will be scratching, the boy cat guys will be scratching, and Kate will just sit up in bed and go, no, guys are no, don't do that, don't, that's not okay, you have a scratching post, go, scratch over there, scratch, no scratchies there, scratches over there, 
No scratchies right there. No. What is this cat? Does this cat understand all these words? <laughs> and this cat is like, oh, wait, what? Even toddlers don't understand that. Right. And she thinks some cat is going to be like, oh, don't scratch here. Oh, I have a scratching post over there. Got it. Okay. My bet. What's it going to be like? These cats sound like super intelligent, though. You, you told a story in the green room about how they're emulating both you and your and your wife where they're that doesn't sort make of you smart i emulate people all i do is mimic people and that's how i get paid in hollywood that doesn't mean i'm smart it just <laughs> means i know how to goddamn observe things and i don't know what else to do <laughs> well at least you're not scratching and i told, that would be worse if you oh, were emulating been. them i have been and then guys will be like you were emulating I mean, I've I've had such a time of it. Be like, come on with the, but she's then then I try to get the fucking girl cat in. I'm like, hey, let's go, come on, we got to go in. I'm believing her. I'm drinking her Kool Aid, Kate's. Kate, here I'll get Puffin, Puffin, come on, let's go, let's go, Puffin, come on, Puffin, Puffin. I'm a grown man, okay. I worked my way up to my I'm a man. I'm 40. Remember that? Yeah. Do you remember God that? God damn. I'm a man. I'm 40. What's that from? That's, that's my favorite quote in sports history. This guy was upset with like, uh, he was a football coach. <laughs> he was upset because the media was ripping on his players. He's like, don't rip on those kids. You take me on. I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. I'm 40. You got to look it up. You got to look Ugh. it up. It's just, if you punch in, I'm a man, I'm 40, you'll hear it. But I'm like, puff in, puff, puff, come here, puffy. <laughs> and then I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? And then finally, I just go after this cat and it goes inside. And then Kate goes, I go, look, you know, I tried to get this, you know, I, I tried to get this girl cat in and it just took forever. And, uh, I don't know. She just doesn't want to go in. And Kate goes, well, you know, TJ, they're, uh, she goes, she goes, well, you know, TJ, I mean, they're teenagers now. I said, what? Like, there's a couple times. (laughs) They're going through puberty? I, I say there's a couple times, like a month, that Kate says something and I go, what? What do you mean? <laughs> she has those with me too, but I was yeah. like, "What?" And she goes, "Well, they're teenagers now. I mean, you look at them; they're no longer kittens. They're teenagers." Yeah. I was like, "What? Are you, what are you, lesbian <laughs> in, what in West? World? In what world is this cat your what kid? World? They're they're teenagers. What? Suddenly, he's one of the the little the guys are one's going to come out with a bandana and a fucking Sex Pistols Anarchy <laughs> poster and be like." I'm a man. I'm a man. You're, I'm 40. You're not my dad. You're a human. Like, what the fuck? Uh. <laughs> I read this article. I don't read it. This was brought to me by a mother of children. I think this is worth reading. Let me tell you why I'm talking about this article. Three-fourths of this is inaccurate. He's going to take you out. It's fiction. <laughs> and this article embarrasses me be involved with athletics tremendously. And that article 
had to have been written by a person that doesn't have a child. <laughs> and has never had a child that's had their heart broken and come home upset. And had to deal with the child when he is upset. And kick a person when he's down. Here's all that kid did. He goes to class. He's respectful to the media. He's respectful to the public. And he's a good kid. And he's not a professional athlete. And he doesn't deserve to be kicked when he's down. If you have a child someday, you'll understand how it feels. But you obviously don't have a child. I do. If your child goes down the street and somebody makes fun of him because he dropped a pass in a pickup game or says he's fat and he comes home crying to his mom, you'd understand. But you didn't have that. But someday you will. And when your child comes home, you'll understand. If you want to go after an athlete, one of my athletes, you go after one that doesn't do the right things. You don't downgrade him because he does everything right and may not play as well on Saturday. And you let us make that decision. That's why I don't read the newspaper. Because it's garbage. And the editor that let it come out is garbage. Attacking an amateur athlete for doing everything right. And then you want to write articles about guys that don't do things right and downgrade them, the ones that do make plays. Are you kidding me? Where are we at in society today? Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm not a, I'm not a kid. Write something about me or our coaches. Don't write about a kid that does everything right, that's hearts broken. I'd like my kids to play for him. That's pretty cool, actually. Man, I'm 40. I, you know what? I, I admire him. I, I think that was pretty cool. I I, you, you'd it. want your coach sticking up for your kids, right? That was cool. That's the kind of, you know. You know, the joke, of course, is that at our age, you know, being like, I'm a man, I'm 40 is just so stupid. <laughs> I mean, but he was going off the cuff for yeah, quite I'm a while. I'm a goddamn there. teenager. I'm 33. I mean, I it's mean, just. But his point was pretty cool, actually, now that I look at it. You know, well, I look back at even this entire conversation as really blasphemy as far as the the good that he did for those children. Well, you know what? I'll tell you something that I learned recently. When people talk about being hungry and what you can do about it. I'll tell you what I've been doing recently. What I do when I'm hungry, and I just this is again, this is one of those things you discover later in life. It's just you. Yeah. When I'm hungry, what I do is I get some food and I put it in my mouth and I'll chew it up. And then I'll like swallow it, and it'll go into my stomach, and then I won't feel that hungry anymore. I mean, it's called it, eating, it's, and I'll do that when I'm hungry. So I have a thing that I do. Uh, it's so when I'm uh, kind of hungry, you know, and I feel like perhaps my penis won't make it past the life expectancy of my the rest of my body. Yeah. I'll sort of pickle my dick, and then the old I'll, dick pickler. I'll do the old dick pickler, and then uh, the old penis pickler. I'll eat and pickle, you know, and then see. I'll put my uh, my penis in a, a barrel of brine, <laughs> and I'll fall asleep upon it. And when I wake up, 
Maybe I'm no longer me, but my dick, <laughs> she remains she. <laughs> well, these are all things that we, you know, we do to, let me ask you something. This is an essential question of human nature. If you, if you offer to go out and get some food for somebody, you know, say they, Hey, get me a sandwich when you're out there, you know, when you're going to the sandwich shop and then before you, you know, when you get back, you say to them, I did get your sandwich. They go, where's my sandwich? You go, I did get it for you. Cause this happened with me in April. She goes, get me a sandwich. I did get your sandwich. She goes, where is it? I said, well, I ate it on the way home. Now, is that worse than not picking up the sandwich at all? She thinks that's worse than not picking up the sandwich at all. Yeah. But I think it's the thought that counts. And nah, I got, no, nah. I got the sandwich. I got the sandwich. I know. I know. It's, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> but there, isn't there a part That's how of I defended myself. Like, you might as well just not even tell her you got the sandwich. That's what she said. It. She goes, why didn't you, why didn't you just not tell me that? And I got, I just got hungry and I ate it. You don't think that was, you think that was bad etiquette? That's like asking somebody to sell you a donkey and then they end up fucking, anyway, whatever. I've I've been burned once or twice before, but I. So you think, yeah. Yeah, I think you don't really eat the sandwich on the way home. Why didn't you get a sandwich that you liked enough to eat yourself? You know, I think my thought was I was going to pick up one sandwich, she'd eat half, because she didn't say she wanted a whole sandwich, so I. So I think what happened was, <laughs> I, just to really analyze what happened, I believe I picked up a sandwich. It was a foot long, maybe. Not Subway. I don't eat there. Um, but um, And on the way home, I ate half of it, and then I got hungry, and it took me a lot longer to get home than I thought it would. Maybe something up, came up in between, like more hunger. And I told you about my hunger. What I actually do when I'm hungry is I just eat things, and then I feel better. And you had and that so, second. And I had the yeah, second yeah. half right there next to me, and I figured she won't even know. She'll think I forgot to pick it up for her anyway. And, and then, then I revealed. directly said to her, hey, listen, I ate the sandwich. I'm not going to lie to you. I think there's a part of me thought it was kind of funny. I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, as far as I'm concerned, it's her fault we don't have more food in our house. <laughs> I just thought they like, well, don't you think this is a little funny? I know you're upset, but what if I didn't tell you? It wouldn't be as funny as if I yeah, was Yeah, like, I think we I talked know. about how it's sort of funny, but she didn't think it was that funny at first. But I think she's willing to laugh about it now. Not unlike the guy that wasn't able to summit Whitney. I'm sure at this point, he's probably about at the point where he he's could laugh himself. about it. What? He could laugh. Ab- oh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, that's not the what? Yeah. Yeah. I think he's hung himself off the edge of a brain. I sure hope not. No, he's fine. Let's do a section we haven't done for a while. We call it uh, Tweetalize. It's a working title. Uh, some people like to call it, uh, I don't know, uh, Tweet It. Tweet it, tweet it. I'm a man. I'm forty. Some people like to call it. I'm a man. I'm forty. Other people like to call it. Taking it to the tweet. Taking it to the tweet. I'm a man. I'm forty. <laughs> I'm going to do a couple of your... Uh, I know you've been tweeting like a madman lately. I just wanted to read a couple of them. Because um, you're that kind of guy. I'm 40! Where is it here? Yeah. I'm not... Um, I don't know why. It's, it is so funny. I'm a man! I'm 40! You write at one point, I just want you to be your own best friend. That's a good one. Yeah, I would love Sometimes that. Sometimes I meditate on that. I'm like, you know what? 
Just treat yourself as well as you treat a friend. You and know? if you don't treat friends really well, then... Well, then there's your answer. You know? Um, you've got some Mr. Peanuts things here. Let's see. Oh, I love Mr. Peanut. He's one of my best friends. Him and uh, 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 Pornhub Aria. So I have a friend, this girl Aria, this is just online, um, is the official Pornhub Twitter account. Mm-hmm. And she lives in Montreal, and she's not a porn star. And... I don't know. She's just really funny. Look, the package says three servings, but my heart says it's one. Hmm. Put should have put in an apostrophe. So, um, you know, it's got to be sexy sometimes. Like that's her whole deal. Um, but she'll write all caps. Is a waffle part of the hot buffet or the continental? <laughs> this is this is one of the three largest pornography aggregators in the world. It's actually the okay, main so one. Who's tweeting this? Pornhub. So Pornhub is like Google for pornography. Right, right. right? There's three main there's RedTube, Pornhub, and UPorn. That's uh-huh, it. Those uh-huh. are the main that would be like uh when it used to be Google, like now it's like Google, DuckDuckGo, and Chrome. Mm-hmm. Not no, not even Chrome. Uh, maybe Safari. I don't even know. Maybe there's there's a lot more porn on the internet than actual content. That's true. But so they hired RedTube Emma is another girl. They hired these girls in Montreal who are super funny, but also very like liberal and sexually yeah. progressive. And they they're also really funny. And she posts, you know, I mean, you know, it's a suggestive. pornographic site. Yeah, yeah, it's a pornographic site. Yeah. But she really is funny. And then Red Tube Emma is her friend and works in the same, they work in the same office. It's just, it's so, like, these are pornography. These are the biggest pornography sites in the world. And, like, Red Tube Emma is going, why is food so much better when you don't make it yourself? And then she'll say, send duck pics instead of dick pics. <laughs> I like duck, duck pics. Um, buddy, you know what? We're. Uh, I just love this. Buddy, I I hate to do this, but we're, we're running out of... goes, I love long walks on the beach, puppies, and having sex in the backseat of my truck, a.k.a. A Jeep Gladiator. It's all I think about. I, I rented a Jeep Gladiator, and it just made me feel so masculine, like a man, like a man. And I I, can't, I couldn't wait to get back inside of it. I feel now the they're same making way one. When I put a full on dildo in front of my <laughs> tiny micro dick, <laughs> and then and then, and then they big black. But the idea horse that there's dick. now a, a Jeep Wrangler with a with a truck bed in back where I could, I mean. I've been telling my son every time we're in traffic, I'm like, buddy, we'd be there by now. We could drive through people's backyards. If we had a Wrangler. We could be winching right now. We could winch people out of our ways. I mean, the Wrangler, it's all I'm thinking about. I just want Do you a ever Jeep. worry that winching sounds like 
Winching? No, no, no. That's I'm not. That's not what it. Winching. It's that. It's that thing on the oh, end. I know of your, what it is. I'm saying when you're yelling at your son, we could be winching right now. There's nothing I want to do in the summertime more than some winching. Winching big rocks, things like that. Well, you can winch it out, winch dogs out. I mean, but I just love I, that you it's, tell uh, your kids. It's like, a little unfortunate that they, it only gets I don't know 13 miles per gallon. But you know what? You can swim in the back of it. You could, you can, you can, it's a convertible truck. You put a baby. It's huge. It makes no sense for living in Los Angeles. None whatsoever. And it's all I'm thinking about. I would love it. It's, uh, we're going to have to, I got to, I got to, we got to go. Cause I got to, I got to show you the, uh, the, uh, the donkey and then we got to go. I'm so excited by this donkey. Thank you for staying over. It's 3.30 in the morning. You took a red eye. You're taking a flight in, what, six hours? More, a little less, yeah. Oh, boy. And guess what? You really do so much for the 12 and a half. And it was so amazing that some of the 12 and a half came out to the show here in Valley Forge in King Prussia, Pennsylvania. And it was just so beautiful. And I always mention to everyone that Kate only cares about you know, you guys, those fans. I so it really means more than you know uh, when you come to a show and you say hello afterwards. So, but we should all, myself included, be thanking. What is your name again? Cash. Um, Cash. Cash, Cash. What is it? Yeah. Cash Levy. Yeah. Cash. Cash. We should Levy. all be yeah. thanking Cash Levy Thanks. for not only putting in so much time, but imagine the sweat equity of a red eye. And then now having to get up in four hours. I mean, so let's see this donkey. Okay, listen. Okay, here we go. You ready? Ta-da! Look! Cash, that's... Look! No, I... Do you get it? Unless I'm seeing double. There's two donkeys! I don't... I got you two! You're not... You promised to... Is this a cactasm? Are you... No, you... You're not even faking this one. You're not even faking this cactasm. So you... You're... Okay. So I... I, I You told me you would sell me a donkey, and now... What am I going to do with two donkeys? Well, I just thought you... I mean, what's better than one donkey? Two donkeys. I don't think that's true. Okay. So... Look, they're, it's, they're doubling down. I, I'm sorry. I... I don't know that I can take both these donkeys home. You know, you know what? You, you, if you had, you know, it would really help getting two donkeys back to your place. Yeah. A Jeep Gladiator. I mean, two of them. <laughs> 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 